Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And today, what we are talking about is we are covering Dodgeball. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Uh, Vince Vaughn, uh, Ben Stiller comedy. Um, Everyone in this movie is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> They're all <laughs> terrible, terrible people. Yeah. <laughs> Every one of them. Every one of them are terrible. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. But who's the, who's the villain supposed okay, so, to be Okay, so uh, the villain is uh, Ben Stiller, who is a White Goodman. White Goodman. White Goodman, uh, who is a man who is trying to take over a secondary gym to turn it into a luxury parking lot. From Vince Vaughn. Yeah. From Vince Vaughn. From Vince here. Vaughn. Um, is White Goodman a good man? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is not. Okay. So here's a challenge with this podcast mm. is sometimes, in theory, the villain is right. Yes. Uh, but if you haven't watched the movie in 15 years, <laughs> <laughs> you miss some of the subtleties of it. Uh, <laughs> He's so- an asshole. But he's not wrong in a lot of occasions. He's not and this is what I'm going occasions. to be arguing. Okay, <laughs> okay. I think yes. Because <laughs> he does a lot of shady shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is a man who is disturbed. Okay. He is he is uh he has some mental issues. Okay. He has some vices. I'll give you that. That are, are uh and he's not the smartest man. He is not. He is not the smartest man. <laughs> Reading the dictionary. <laughs> Uh, but fundamentally, if you look at the bare bones of what he's doing here and how he's trying to acquire the gym, um, he's not incorrect. That's okay? right. He's not incorrect. And also, I'm going to be making the argument that Vince Vaughn is a huge asshole. Huge asshole and negligence. Oh, uh, the negligence. If not, apath- if not just apathetic. Yeah. Um, my problem with this is, I was like, so yeah, as you said, the bare bones of Ben Stiller's character, you're like, you're probably right. But then, and and as you know, we kind of have to watch these in a certain special way. You're kind of watching for the villains and being like, what actions do they do? And how can I justify this? How can I give them the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. in that scenario? But every time I went to go give him the benefit of the doubt watching this, they would then make what I gave him the benefit of the doubt for, like, very explicit that that was not what, like, that it was like, (laughs) they explicitly stated that he was doing this for the worst reasons possible. So we'll get into that, but just know. (laughs) Yeah, there's going to be about, for me, honestly, there was only, I I would say there's probably four points in this movie where I was like, that's really bad and evil. But then the rest of it, I was like, that's fine. Like you're fine. You've been bullied and picked on obviously. Okay. So let's start like the background of this guy. Okay. Sure. Clearly he was extremely overweight. Okay. Started this gym to be fair off of, uh, an inheritance. Yes. (laughs) He did not earn this money. That is point one of where I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I was like, you created a successful business. Yes. And then he's like, with my father's money, I was like, oh, come on. But he has run it like it's not like when you compare it to, uh, Peter, who is Vince Vaughn's uh, character. Um, when you compare it to his gym, 
it's it's still like okay well at least he's still running it you know what i mean like at least he's paying people he has employees okay these people are loyal to him and they must be loyal to him for a reason Okay, like he has a huge crew of people behind him. Mm -hmm. Okay, so either all of these people are bad people or maybe we're doing something kind of okay here. Yeah. Okay, at the bare bones of this, we are running a gym. Okay, we are trying to get people fit. Um, I will say, you know, plastic surgery on site, mm, maybe not for me. <laughs> mm, not my cup of tea, but I'm sure there are a lot of, there is a business for it. This is a business. Um, the only the only thing that I really disagreed with with the practice of the gym was when he said, put the scales up three pounds in the women's room. <laughs> but all this to say, I'm, I'm like 100% sure that other gyms have done this. I don't know if you've ever done that where you go to the gym and you weigh yourself and you get home and you weigh yourself and you're like, bitch <laughs> i am lighter than i thought <laughs> just rebecca going into a gym with like calibration weights like yes. this is yeah oh, I'm this is you. department of measurements Some of certified them are off. this okay. is a 10 pound weight but you yeah yeah and the, the the line he gave i was like well you're you know you're starting a gym that's fine like people go there to work out and like does it suck that exercise and being fit and going to the gym is caught up in all this like superficial you have to look good and you have mm -hmm. to be a certain body type yeah that sucks and i was like but you're 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 making a gym and then he was like but it's only <laughs> i wrote down the quote it's like uh ugliness and fatness are genetic disorders that are only your fault if you don't hate yourself enough to do something about it i was like ah. yeah okay but yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I would actually like i'm glad you brought that up because when i heard that line all i heard was this is a man that feels that way about himself yes so, so this a lot is of obviously this like is just that. projection okay like this a lot of that i i believe is like self-hatred okay it's, yes. it's his own he's speaking to himself essentially um which you i mean i don't it, it's not a good message by any means but you can understand the motivation of it at least yep you know not eh, not that bad and also i'm pretty sure like he is trying to attract a certain type of gym goer Mm -hmm. And you're going to grab onto those people with that. Sure. Yeah. You're marketing to the... You're marketing to, yeah, the people that are going to pay you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The people who are vain and stuff like that. Yeah. Exactly. Whether, yeah. That's true. That's true. So, mm, not great, but not bad. <laughs> not bad. And really, he's projecting... Yeah. As you he's said, a, he's projecting yeah. insecurities. Well, because we even see him at a later point in the movie. And this is this is how messed up he is as as a guy and how he's approaching life is he's... Well, he's like sniffing like a, a what is it, a Twinkie or a hamburger or something like that. I forget what the food is. Oh, but he's, the food he fucks? Yeah, yeah and he's got... No, it's pizza. Okay, it's pizza, yeah. And he's got... Uh, Push he's, it to the edge. But he's got like uh, car batteries hooked up to his nipples and he's oh, shocking himself. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay, no, you're talking about the donut. The donut. Yeah. Okay, so apparently okay. there's more than one scene. Yeah, so he yeah, fucks yeah, the yeah. pizza and he's like electrocuting himself. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how deep his... Uh, his insecurities go, uh, the, his his personal image and all the rest. Go. Yeah, this is a broken man. This I kept looking man. at this guy, being like, "Oh fuck, man! Like this really sucks. Like you're you're like messed up. You're a little tortured over this." Yeah, um, yeah. So you can see that through that. And uh, uh, Peter, <laughs> well, there's there's a lot to say about uh, Peter. Vince Vaughn. Yeah, yeah uh, Vince Vaughn's character. Um, has been he even touches on this off the top like he's also been like messing with him 
Yeah, yeah, that okay. was another that was another part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's been like messing with him and his he's slept with a bunch of his personal trainers and um also he kind of seems like the type of guy that if he sleeps with you this is, might be a little damaging. <laughs> like I don't think it was like a nice time. Um and uh sent him a uh male stripper like for his birthday or something. Like yeah. little stuff like that where I'm like this isn't what why? <laughs> Yeah, why are you being antagonistic to each other? Especially considering that, like, you know, uh, 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 Ben Stiller's character, you know, uh, White Goodman, used to be overweight. Yes. Right? So, like, if you if you contrast that with Vince Vaughn's character clearly having a long-established history of fucking with this guy, mm-hmm. like, that's a guy who's probably just picking on a guy because of how he looks or, you know. Exactly. So, okay. So, why don't we dive into Vince Vaughn a little bit? <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But, oh, but, sorry, before we do that, let's just mm-hmm. say that um, uh, his goal is he's purchased the mortgage on Vince Vaughn's gym. That's legally, properly, through the proper channels. Right, because has Vince a lawyer. Vaughn has not, yes. has not bought it. So, yeah, now let's dive into to Vince Vaughn. Vince now that Vaughn. we know what the big conflict is. So, to establish this character... He is um, asleep on his couch. Um, he has uh, several uh, pornographic films overdue. Uh, his hydro is being shut off. Hydro his water is being shut <laughs> off. Um, his car starts and then stops, and he gets two or three men to push him. Not even like put somebody else and like get other people to push his car to his shitty gym. Yeah, and and another point in that opening montage that I want to point out because it really does point out what a piece of shit he mm-hmm. is, is he chugs like orange juice or something from a bottle and then as he's walking to a oh, car... Oh, litters on his, his own, own front lawn. <laughs> that's so funny. I had that written down too. Like that's so telling of a person, right? Where yeah. they just go like, fuck my Oh yeah, he's place. fucking done. He's okay. given up. He hasn't had... Um, it's, it's noted that he hasn't had anybody pay for a membership fee in 13 months. 13 months. 13. Months. That um, is a business. Anyone he is employing, I must assume, is not getting paid. Okay, or is getting paid extremely little pennies, if anything. Um, so he has people that are depending on him. He does nothing about it. He has a closet full of receipts. Okay, listen. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. I did not do my taxes for four years in a row. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they're done now. They're done now. Don't worry, Craig. I can see the sweat already brewing. Um, I mean, if you're not going to do your taxes, do it while you're poor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't a problem. The government was like, yeah, we owe you money. So this is fine. Um, yeah, at no point was I in trouble or anything. But even still, as somebody that didn't do her taxes for four years, okay, looking at that map, I, I, I was almost, it almost gave me an anxiety attack. Okay. And I am very relaxed about these things. Yeah. Oh, it's, and it, it's, it's, it's about responsibility to other people. As you mentioned, yes. there, there are, uh, employees of the gym, which we don't really touch on, but there's also a lot of people who are there because they feel rightly or wrongly that they have no other place to go. Right, yes. these weird gym rats, uh, uh, Justin Long, uh, as the weird high school kid, and Justin Long. Uh, who else? Oh, uh, the Ru- pirate. The pirate. Uh, uh, Stephen Root as uh, as uh, Gordon. I love. Yeah, Stephen Root 
is he's so brilliant. great in he's everything so great. he's in. I love him so much. I think he's so fucking funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Office Space. L is for love. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's so just good. so great. Um, yeah. So you've got this team of misfits that have nowhere to go, but you're not, you're their leader and you're not taking care of anything. Including yourself. Including yourself, your financial situation. Like he's even, okay. This is what really got like this was like nail in the coffin for me for this guy. When uh the lawyer comes in, uh well first of all he says like it's not it's not my birthday till next month. I'm like, oh Yeah, anyway. yeah. She, oh, but, she whatever. gets treated so bad. She does. Uh, uh, Christine uh, Taylor's character, uh, Kate Veach. Yeah. So Kate, yeah. Uh but what really bothered me about it, this uh scene is how cavalier he was about owing that much money and that his he was like his mortgage had lapsed and like all this shit he was like oh uh, do you want me to cut you a check right now i mean i'm gonna have to move a few things around and like you know like he just doesn't seem to care or it doesn't register with him and he doesn't give a fuck he doesn't and it's crazy because if you don't give a fuck by yourself that's fine okay that's okay because you are only affecting yourself but when you have like employees and people that care, like maybe maybe a little emotion, you know what I mean? Maybe maybe let's get a little upset. Yeah, let's get a little worried. And I can understand almost like getting in over your head, like you didn't realize yeah. that you're that deep, and like you kind of just like don't look at the financial savings because you don't care. But this guy like aggressively. Oh, like, it's an aggressive not caring. You're yes, right. It's it an aggressive not caring. And it's like, like there's there are so many, like, you know, even within the logic of the movie, like trying to save your business by going and winning a dodgeball tournament is an insane step to take, right? And he didn't even want to do it. He didn't even want to do it. But there are so many other little steps along the way where you could have asked any of those people who are willing to go to bat to you and get a wrench, literal wrench to the head Uh, that you could have asked for help on that. You know what I mean? Like Gordon, as weird and squirrely as he is, uh, uh, you know, Stephen Root's character, uh, seems like a pretty smart guy. Yeah, he you know what I mean. Wouldn't... Like he could probably pull some financial statements and help you figure yeah. that out. You know what I mean. Like, but even if you're gonna go the weird route of like we're we're gonna play dodgeball for this fifty thousand um, dollars, he doesn't even stay for the video. He le- he's like I'm gonna he's like basically like okay you guys work and I'm gonna go play Mad Libs. He literally says I'm gonna go play Mad Libs <laughs> in the office. Yeah, like what the fu- and then. <laughs> Later these in the are movie, friends banding together yeah. trying to help you, and you're just like, no. And they keep saying, and they keep alluding to, they're like, they want to follow you. You're their leader. You obviously have strong leadership skills. I'm like, at no point, at no point has this man shown any leadership skills. Yeah. Not once, other than his encouragement towards being yourself. Which was what? Like with Pirate Steve right at the end? <laughs> Pirate Steve, uh, at the beginning, he's pretty, yeah, he's like, you know, he's supportive. L's for love. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. L's for love. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's, 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 he's a friend, but he's not a leader. <laughs> he doesn't want to hurt anybody, but he's not willing to actually let anybody, he's not willing to do anything for people. Yeah, and some of the qualifications of why these people are losers is hilarious. Like Justin Long, like Justin Redmond, like his, his character. Yeah, he's an outcast in his school because 
a a very large woman fell on him. I'm like, that's pretty mild. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what high school he's going to, but like, uh, I think you'd have to do a lot more in the high school I went to to get some traction. Yeah, he's weird and stuff like that, but that shouldn't have affected it. And I, I want to say, like, uh, she was a larger girl, but he also was able to lift her over his head. Yeah, which is hilarious when they cut to him not being able to pull up a few weights. And I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 this is very yeah, this plausible. this is very uh, inconsistent. <laughs> but I will say, yeah, this body, uh, yeah, they're not great about uh, how they treat people in this, like specifically certain body types and that sort of thing. Like it's it's a lot of punch line, fat joke punchlines, unfortunately, in this. Yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, while we're on the topic of very homophobic, too. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Patches? Yeah. Uh, Patches might actually be the the worst person in this movie. He is. And I think I think, I think he's worse than White, to be honest. Because uh, White is um he is uh he's rude, he's an asshole, he's pretty sexually aggressive, but it never feels like he ju- he's judging other people on their sexual preferences or anything like that. Like it doesn't patches the the things that just drop out of this man's mouth is incredible yeah and i'll 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 make this distinction so there is a version of that character who's saying very awful hateful things where you go that's the sort of person who says that sort of thing exists yeah and the joke is that they exist and they're wrong. Yes. But this movie does not tread on subtleties, does not <laughs> trade in subtleties enough uh, to, to differentiate. It's no, like, I, w- I wouldn't call any part of this movie subtle. subtle. No. <laughs> You're not doing like a deep character dive on something like that. So, to the same extent that uh, Ben Stiller's character could be like, you could have somebody acting out of self-hate and uh, you know motivation that does bad things because of their yeah. background or whatever, but they don't dive into that. So it just, it really does become... This is what the writers and, uh, you know, the, the, the team of the movie finds funny is they find it funny when a guy in a wheelchair drops the F-bomb, you know. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Or it's funny that uh, a girl who can throw really well is probably a lesbian. You know, like, it's it's they find that. Yeah, and the whole you know? thing about her. No, I'm a bisexual. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, oh, God. I almost joked on that just because I was like, it, it would have been fine if you had just left it at, like, I, I've literally never seen somebody go, okay, I'm going to make out with you, and now I'm going to go make out with you <laughs> in front of my girlfriend that showed up. Yeah, I guess they have an open bisexual relationship. But yeah. it's like, okay, and that can exist. But again, that movie doesn't have the subtlety <laughs> <laughs> or the nuance to figure it out. They just find it. And it's unearned too, right? Like, yeah. Like if there had been various points through the movie where it's like you see her ambiguously flirting with women mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. a constant thing where like, is she, isn't she? Not just she's good at sports, you know? And then, yes. and then the reveal at the end is, oh, she's actually that. That might actually play, but it's just it's super unfair to. Her. She's I, I feel real bad for her character. She's just basically a a bit of a punching bag for all the other men in this movie. In this, well, yeah, it's a. Uh... I can't remember what that test name is, but uh, Bechdel no, test. Yeah, uh, no two women speak to each other. 
Are there two women in this there movie? There are two. Oh, Fran. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love Fran. Yeah? Yeah. I like that. That's a good character. Okay, fair enough. I didn't feel like I, yeah, I felt kind of indifferent. I was like, okay, you're just here and you've got like six lines or whatever. Well, yeah. Sometimes I'm just excited to see another vagina. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I'll take it. You know what I mean? Especially because the two best players in this whole movie were both women. And I was like, tight. Yeah, true. True. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah. I'll take that small victory in this very, very uh, uh, dicey film. It, it hasn't aged well, and no, it which hasn't. is amazing because it's not actually that old. Well, wh- it's not like we're talking about like an 80s movie or something like no, that. You know what is, I mean? Uh, yeah, but it's, it's kind of nice to, to revisit these movies and go like, oh, yeah. We have made a little progress. Yeah. There are a few things. We All this to say, I, uh, some, uh, I, I do still really enjoy some of it. Some yeah. of it's very funny. But maybe that's just because I'm nostalgic about the movie and I was... Fair enough. Know. This, this for me, was never a movie that I loved. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I saw it and I was like, whatever. It's a little too silly for me. Yes. Um, like, myself, I would probably go back to old school. Mm, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. Reasons why I think Patches is, is uh, much more evil than uh, than uh, White Goodman. Yeah. Um, White Goodman at no point throws wrenches at anyone. White Goodman at no point makes people dodge cars. Um, he his most evil acts, I would say, would be um, pounds on the scale um, when he <laughs> legitimately pushes that server. Um, yeah, I was li- as a as someone who has served for many years. That was one point where I was like, "Well, this is inexcusable." This is inexcusable. <laughs> and that that moment's played as if like, "Oh, you the team has been so embarrassed because a waitress got pushed into you and yeah. food got all over you." Like nobody in that bar would be like, "Those guys yeah. are such losers." They'd be like, "What was that asshole who shoved yeah. that guy?" In? He um, gets Kate fired. So that, that he can hit on her, uh, and then is pretty sexually aggressive. Yeah, that scene maybe. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, except for nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> That's a good line. That's a funny line. That's a funny line, Craig. I take it. Um, and uh, surveilling, uh, surveilling the other gym. Yes. So he he drops off this. Yeah, the cardboard cutout of himself with like cameras hidden inside it or whatever. Yes. So that surveillance, and then um, am I missing anything that was particularly bad? Because I think I've... I think the spine and the... Um, yeah, him going to her house and getting her fired. That was the biggest yeah. thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. But in my mind, again, this guy is uh, definitely a weirdo. Okay, I'm not going to say he's a good guy. But the how he proceeds in the acquisition of uh, the other business is perfectly fine. Even later in the movie, when they, when he offers him a hundred thousand dollars outright, he's like, yeah. I just want to buy your business off of you. You get a hundred thousand dollars. Um, later Vince, uh, Vince Vaughn's character, Peter describes that as a bribe. And I'm like, I actually don't technically think that's a bribe. Well, it's a bribe in the term. I think it's a bribe in terms of the dodgeball tournament. Cause it's don't, don't show up and, you'll win and you'll get a hundred thousand dollars. But like, otherwise, yeah, that's just legitimate well, business. Does he say don't show up? Cause I don't think that's Ooh. the terms of, of the uh, agreement. The agreement is I'm just going to outright buy your business. Yeah. Because why does he care if he shows up or not afterwards? 
because I already own your business. That's all I've been here for. Oh, right. Yeah, that's true. So all he does, and then he's like, oh, well, yeah, he's trying to bribe me. I'm like, I don't think that's a bribe. That's an acquisition of a business. That's how, that's what happens. Okay. That's how you do it legally. It makes sense. Um, at no point, like, obviously, like, your intentions aren't great there, but you're doing it properly and you're doing it for your business. You're buying a failing fucking business. This business is so far in the fucking black man. It's $50,000 owed on the mortgage. So they're $50,000 underwater. Yes. Which isn't even part of that 100000 That you've so, just so, purchased. Yeah. So so Ben Stiller's character has already paid the, for the mortgage. They yeah. bought the mortgage from the bank and he's giving Vince Vaughn $100,000. Yes. So Vince Vaughn walks away with $100,000 yes. and r- washes his hands of this business. That is the best thing that could have happened here for him. Yeah. So is that bad? Is that does that make him evil? Absolutely fucking not. That's crazy. Okay. His business is thriving, succeeding, regardless of where he got the money from. I do not want to fight for trust fund babies. Okay. I yeah. do not think that <laughs> is the way the world should work. But in saying that, obviously his is running a lot better. He has shareholders. Yeah. Okay. Like it's a it, publicly traded company. It's a publicly traded company. And he, again, buying a business that sucks, a failing fucking business, <laughs> and they're outraged by it. That's ridiculous. This is not a good man. Okay, he does not do good things, but everything on the acquisition of this business was correct. Yep. And in terms of like, what, where will all these outcasts go? It's like, there's the YMCA, man. Like, so you, well, that's what I kept thinking. I'm like, y'all would get the same shit done if you went to somebody's living room. <laughs> Like, just continue to hang out. Yeah. It's, uh, I I mean, maybe this is me mm-hmm. because I'm not like a gym rat or anything like that. But I can't fathom being like, this gym is so important to me because. Oh, I can kind of get that. If yeah. you go to like a specialty gym, I get that. Like, I used to go to a boxing gym. Okay. And you really get to know everybody around you. Uh, okay okay so i get it as like a community there is a community but but at the same time like how do you not look at the business and go okay well maybe we should have done something six months ago or what i I don't know like this man clearly doesn't care about anything vince vaughn is the worst he's the he's so bad it makes me so mad because um white goodman um presents himself as a bad guy because he is a bad guy but Vince Vaughn is a bad guy that presents himself as a nice guy. Mm. And that drives me crazy. Don't do that. Just That's be legit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and still, when we get to the end, he even bets all of his money. So instead of, okay, so you ha- now have no business, but you have $100,000. Start a new gym. <laughs> like, yeah. Just go somewhere else, okay? You already own all of the equipment. Okay, just move it to another location. You're fine. Okay, or, instead... Considering he, it's five guys who care enough at all, just move that equipment to the garage of the house that you own and just hang out with those guys there. Yeah. So instead he bets it all on his Insane. shitty team winning and then puts a blindfold on <laughs> He's, at the end this is a man actively trying to fail he is the entire time he's trying to fail that's all that's happening this whole movie is just him being resistant to people trying to push him forward and find it just it, he lucks his way into everything else yep 
It's, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And not to mention how illegal it is to place a bet on yourself in a sporting event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that's, okay. That's super. To the point that they're going to wheel it out in a treasure chest. <laughs> I'm like, I have never seen that before. Yeah. You know what else I've never seen before? And this is such a small side part thing, but I don't think it is plausible that somebody would make fun of someone else for being dressed as a pirate in Vegas. No, I don't think that's very plausible. If you're going to dress like a pirate, that's probably the, a good it's place Vegas, to, baby. It's like, oh, are you on your way to one of the many pirate themed shows going on? And the yes. fa- like, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe that one scene. I was like, I'm calling bullshit on that. Okay. I, I think that was the movie trying to be a little clever where they're like, that's our stand in for, that's our ridiculous stand in for persecution, <laughs> right? Where it's like, who. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's he's like, just trying to be himself. I'm like, I promise you, if you're trying to be yourself anywhere, Vegas is the best place. Vegas is the best place. No one's Vegas is the it. place you'll be able to be yourself. But also, so so now that we're talking about Pirate Steve, though, mm. uh, so Vince Vaughn near the end flips out at him and goes, "You're not a pirate." And this this is like his darkest night, where he like yeah. is leaving and is going to be abandoning the team and stuff. And so he uh, Pirate Steve wanders off into Vegas and has this thing and you know, oh, it has to come to terms with this. Gets a haircut. <laughs> Gets a haircut. All Dress is different all the rest. Shows up after they've won the uh, dodgeball tournament and goes, I thought about what you said, and you're right. I'm not a pirate. Yes. That, to me, is a very big moment in terms of mental health for that guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like... You're, you're right. I did not think about it that way, you know but you're 100% I mean? right but about like, that, yeah. There's something going on with this guy where he thinks that he needs to present himself as a pirate. I'm not a psychologist. I don't know what it is, but it's probably not healthy for an adult man to be doing that. For someone, for a friend, someone you consider a friend to be like, you're not a pirate and you you don't get defensive. You don't whatever. Yeah. You do some soul searching and you think about how you're living your life and you realize that you've maybe been a little wrong. That's huge. That's huge. I'm not saying problem solved or anything but then to come back to that same friend he goes i think you are a pirate like he's so ah. fucked now that guy is <laughs> fucked you know what i mean uh. that guy doesn't need a gym that guy needs serious mental health yeah for, uh, yeah intervention needs you know therapy I mean? he needs therapy and i mean you know actually everyone in this film needs everyone therapy. in this th- film needs therapy, especially white Ed. oh yeah because white he could be great he could be. He could be great. But Except his business has now is now being run because they win the five million. Oh, this kills me. And then he buys all the shares of uh, White Goodman's company, which he doesn't have time to do because um, he just got handed the money. He also said, I did it last night. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? what? And, uh, and that now that big business with many locations and very mm-hmm. successful and all the rest is now being run by a guy who drove one gym into the ground. And can we address how fucking petty that is? You so have petty. Five million dollars. Okay, you have five million. Instead of just saying, hey, let's take one million and start a new gym, okay? Start a competitive gym across town or whatever, and we split the rest up between us because we all clearly need a little bit of money, <laughs> okay? Yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm going to fuck over this guy because I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him. 
That's crazy. It is crazy. That's so petty. That is way That's actually so more. Petty. That is and way more vindictive than even anything uh, yes. Goodman did. Yes. A hundred percent. Oh my God. I just, I, 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 okay. Secondary villain. Um, the American Dodgeball Association of America. Okay. Okay. Um, first off, um, for some reason, and I don't know if this is just like base, like maybe this is a rule in sports. I have no idea, but, um, so, uh, average Joe's team gets brutally murdered by girl scouts and yes. then that team gets ejected because one person on their team had been taking steroids. I mean, a couple of tranquilizers. And, and kind of funny for a Girl Scouts yes, group. Yeah. That's fun. And that's like cute, fun little thing. But only one person on that team, that person just should have been disqualified and yeah. then bring in a new team member and you guys can move on. No, instead, we're going to get these guys to go on the weirdest. It, that, that competition was the weirdest thing I've ever seen because for some reason you have... One team that only went through one game they didn't win, and now they're playing against people from Germany and China and Japan. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah. What is the logic of this setup? And then at the end, and we've talked about this on past podcasts. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're going to say. I love it. They forfeit. <laughs> They forfeit, okay? Which is the way it works. They don't have enough people on time. And then they say, wait, wait, please, last minute, we're going to do this thing. And I'm like, that's not the rules, though. No. That's not the rules. You forfeited. You forfeited. You didn't have enough team members show up to, to start the game, and you forfeited. They were ready to present the trophy. Yes. Now, I get it from their perspective. They're like, we're we, televising this. We really would yes. like to have a final game. <laughs> the, the crowd is cheering. Even even Justin, that last scene drove me crazy because Justin leaves his team yep. to go do, perform what I think is the shortest cheerleader routine of all time. It's the shortest routine I've ever seen in my life. They do it for 30 seconds tops and they're like, we fucking did it. <laughs> and this girl's like, no, no, your team doesn't matter. You don't have time. Come do this thing for me because my boyfriend broke every bone in his body falling off of a roller coaster, which another teammate of mine wished upon him. <laughs> These are not good people. No. No. Uh, and then yells at him and says, I love you during the game. So he gets hit. I'm like, I don't like this bitch. No, I don't like this bitch. No, None. she's very opportunistic. Yeah. No. Um, but also, how incredible is he that he knows the entire cheerleading routine <laughs> so well that he can do it in competition yeah. without rehearsing with other people? That's no insane. It is insane. He's He should be the most athletic person on that entire team. Yes. He's... He should be, and he's not. Yeah. And then at the end, for some reason, his high school girlfriend is pregnant. Yeah. And that's how we end. <laughs> that's how we end. It's like, oh, so you ruined everybody's life. <laughs> They're in high. He's wearing a high school. He's just jacket. He's not, and she's pregnant. <laughs> not good. Not good. The other thing, the other problem I had was um, uh, Kate is clearly their best player. Yes. Clearly, and she at one point sacrifices herself. So Vince Vaughn can stay in. What has Vince Vaughn done? Yeah, I didn't get that move. He's at all. not their best player. No, she <laughs> oh, dives in okay. front of the ball. That's and another I'm just like, thing. Keep that w- <laughs> her in and keep 
throw because she can throw so good. Yes, she can throw so good. You you reminded me of uh, one other thing. Why white good men's not a good man okay. <laughs> when he hits her with the wall when she's out. Oh, okay, yeah, valid. Uh, okay, like that's that's not good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> don't do that. No, that's fair, but it's also dodgeballs. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's not yeah, yeah. like you're like it's not. Not the worst thing he does. <laughs> not the, it's not the worst thing he does. And in, in the terms of like, uh, like I am buying your business and buying defaulted mortgages and buy, like yeah. in in that world, getting hit in the face by a dodgeball during a dodgeball tournament. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty low on the scale of things. Yeah. That's like a foul or an ejection or something from that game. It's unsportsmanlike. Most. It's unsportsmanlike. Yes. <laughs> Uh, for sure, for sure. But I'm just, I'm, I mean, maybe you know. I'm just saying, you step into a dodgeball ring, you better be prepared to take some, <laughs> take some balls to the face. face. How balls many balls references were in this movie? <laughs> I know, right? It's uh, oh man. I and, and like in the ending and the punchline to this whole movie is that Ben Stiller's fat again. Yeah, and I I like I didn't like that at all. You no. know what I mean? You're like, oh, a broken man becomes more broken by literally losing everything. His business, his um associates, like everything. Yes. All because this guy was vindictive towards him. Yeah, who's probably <laughs> running says, global gym boss into the- and you're fired from the business that you started. Yeah. That's so harsh. Yeah, you're fired from your own business. I mean, it is not the most morally upstanding business, but it was still your business. He was still paying people on time, regularly. The size of those gyms? Do you you know what the payroll on that would have been? There's so many people who are relying on him. And he's clearly steered the ship fine. Yes, because these people are extremely loyal to him. Yeah, and he has... he not only does And they he, watched him fuck a pizza. <laughs> and he has shareholders, which means there's a board of directors, which means they have chosen him to run the business. Yes. Yeah. Although if I was a shareholder and I walked into a room where it's <laughs> him literally taking the bull by the no horns, yeah, and he's he, like, but that much. happened, though. <laughs> 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 that's kind of funny. It's a metaphor, but it actually. Happened. But uh, yes, that's yeah. yes. Excuse me, I'm reading the dictionary. Uh, yeah, it's uh. And you know what? I'm not even going to fault him for reading the dictionary. You want to improve your vocabulary? You want to improve how smart you are? Yeah. No, read some, learn some new words. Yeah, and I mean him. Okay, so uh, White Goodman showing up to uh, Kate's house because he's got his shiny shoes on. Yeah. he's ready to go. Um, I was like, oh, you know, that's so creepy to just show up to somebody's house. And then Vince Vaughn does it like 60 seconds later. I'm like, you are just walking. You're showing up to talk to this. I'm like, that's so weird to show up to somebody's house unannounced. Especially when you only know them in terms of professional professional level. level. Yeah. 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 Shows up to her house, like invites it doesn't even wait for her to invite him it like barges into her house yeah. that she's clearly trying to hide because she's a unicorn obsession which is the weirdest kind i, I never that was, get a, that was a weird thing out of left field for her character it was almost like we need her to be interesting in some way rather than just the pretty lawyer i don't know i don't there's know there's a lot was. of things in this movie where i'm like we're just being weird to be weird are we yeah yeah 
that is kind of yeah the whole crux of this movie but yeah like barges in is like oh my god and then i guess like does convince her but i'm still like that's fucked up though that's fucked up of you you can't you can't just show up to somebody's house that you only know professionally to be like please you know be on my dodgeball team yeah i guess was the intent it's it's super weird and everything that uh ben stiller's character does vince vaughn's character also does yes they both sexually harass uh her when they she shows up to their office yeah uh uh they both show up at her house unannounced yes um they both have unwanted sexual advances towards her like it's 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 insane uh yeah, if anything. But, but because Vince Vaughn's like supposed to be this good, cool guy, we mm-hmm. accept it. Like um, Ben Stiller is not a good guy, but he's a much, much better boss. Yep. He's a much better boss. Yes. Nobody seems mad to be around him. Everybody's, you know what I mean? Like there's no, I could understand it more if there was like a bunch of disgruntled workers or it's like, we don't like it here, but everybody's like, yeah, we love this we're all hot models this is what we live for we're gym we're gym culture people yes yeah and And i'm familiar with those they're happy to do that shit like he doesn't care like literally his right hand michelle walks in on him fucking a pizza and still is on his team yeah you gotta be doing something right you gotta because like the cutoff for that for me like in my group of friends i mean there's probably only about 10 people I would give a pass to on that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you got to be pretty good. Yeah, you got to be a good friend. Yeah, you got to be a real get, good friend. To get past pizza fucking. Yeah. Uh, That's probably only 10 people in the whole world for me. Which which I think we need to make the distinction is separate than fucking with pizza which we have both come out on this podcast in favor of. <laughs> like our very first episode on uh, Wayne's World. Oh, we were both yeah. like, he's got pizza. He's having sex with a girl. That's a great combination. Oh, yeah. But keep them separate. Keep, yeah, keep you them separate. Don't Church fuck and that state. pizza. Church and state. Church and state. <laughs> pizza and fucking. Uh. Like next to each other, supporting each other. Can be, that's a good evening. They don't have to be a good evening together. Yes, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> But all this to say, I mean, if you're going to fuck something, why not let it be an inanimate object that doesn't care? It's Probably a victimless, be pretty warm. It's a victimless crime. It is a victimless crime, and I bet he tipped. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> so uh, can I get a large pizza delivered to Globo Gym? Yeah. yeah what do you want on it? doesn't matter. I'm just going to fuck <laughs> yes, it. Well, actually, if you're <laughs> fucking it, I think it does matter. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, okay. Uh, oh, you know what? I, yeah, I'm going to say this. Uh, I'm a big... I think you need vegetables on pizza for the very mm-hmm. reason of, like, they have a lot of water in them, and it creates that, like, barrier between your roof of your mouth and the cheese. Oh, okay. Like, and it doesn't let it stick. But you don't want a barrier, know? though. Do you want a barrier? Well, so you don't get the hot cheese directly on is my oh, point. Oh, but I thought point. you wanted that greasy, greasy cheese. I'm just being, I don't have a dick, so I don't mm. know. It, I, I feel like your opinion on this would be a little more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking the horrors of pizza burn is what I'm thinking. Oh, no, no, no. I think you let it, you let it chill for a few minutes. Okay, get it? it. 
Get it to like the perfect temperature. Okay. <laughs> okay. The only problem I'm gonna have with that is who has ever let pizza cool even when you're eating it? Mm. I don't think you're letting pizza cool when you're fucking it either. I don't know. I think a lot, a lot, a lot of men treat their dicks better than they treat their mouths. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the tagline for this episode. <laughs> Treat their dicks, dicks better, better than, than their mouths. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I don't think the iTunes will let us put that one out there. No, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but for sure, put that on a T-shirt or something. <laughs> I'm gonna sell that T-shirt. Yeah, now, Craig. sell that T-shirt. Jesus, they're already sold out. I just checked. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but go, yeah, and and I just want to go back to quickly to that like after title sequence, however, when Ben Stiller is mm. you know has regained all his weight or whatever, and yes, that, and he literally sits there and goes, um, yeah, it's so funny, isn't it? It's so funny that I've gained all this weight back. Um, a clear like it's it's not all like that, but this clearly the American movie going audience doesn't want to deal in subtleties and things like that like he calls out the movie <laughs> for being like i am a damaged man yeah. and i have been broken and you should pity me and not laugh at my misfortune and which like is, he literally calls that out which is fair yeah <laughs> which is fucking fair yeah oh my god there's another point too where um like when they're when they're at the restaurant and um, they show up to uh, tell them that uh, we will rock you, essentially, is, is the, the note of this. You know, mm-hmm. we've got laser and blazer and <laughs> another blazer. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of, lot of lasers. Laser, blade, and blazer. Yeah, I think was the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was um, pretty funny, too. They get outraged because he's like, well, you guys didn't even win a regional qualifying match. And I'm like, you didn't either, bitch. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's really bad because the one guy's like well yeah you, you, you didn't even win it's like well you, you didn't win either so shut your goddamn mouth okay you didn't earn this as much as he didn't earn you, that you earned it less yes even, probably because you actually lost one like mm-hmm. and he has mm-hmm. actual athletes <laughs> and uniforms on a proper team <laughs> <laughs> like like probably as much as you were going after the dodgeball association for like breaking all these rules yeah but it was probably just like okay we're defaulting like we're 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 getting teams into this fifty thousand dollar televised thing by default yes and forfeiture mm-hmm. we're getting like drags like people haven't even played dodgeball before the german team's probably there just because they're like an accounting firm that had a conference in vegas you know what i mean yeah. like it's people who are willing to pay their way to las vegas who are playing this thing Oh, Globo Jim's going to show up in good uniforms. They're going to show up with real athletes mm-hmm. and they're going to mm-hmm. put a good, legitimate corporate sponsored face on our brand of weird ass dodgeball tournaments. Uh, yes, as a business decision, let's do that. Let's raise the profile of our organization. These, all, these and, things make sense. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, oh, you didn't win any. That's fine. Nobody else did either. And yes. you're a good, you look good for our thing. <laughs> yes, 100%. This guy, like, I, I don't know. Just the, the basic outrage in that scene really bothered me. Because I was like, well, you guys haven't earned anything you've done. Um, you've been trained by a horrible, horrible man. <laughs> Racist, homophobic. Uh... I don't know how many times 
they say queer in this movie. <laughs> it is, I should have kept a counter. It's I too think. much. Yeah. Although to be fair, he does call everyone queer. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least it's everybody. I would prefer it to be everybody than just one person. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. That it's such a that's a I, I guess I, I guess I in a like in the <laughs> hypothetical sense of like I I just don't I really do feel like it is the filmmaker's point of view that it is funny when somebody says that not that it is funny that a person exists who thinks that that's funny. You know what yeah. I mean? Anyway, and that this is the man that inspired Peter to put a fucking scarf around his face after he's put a hundred thousand dollars on this game which you are illegally not allowed to do which craig has pointed out <laughs> which you, yeah like, yeah like the co- the next person through the door is the cops being like um or the federal gaming commission or yeah, whatever it is being this like, isn't uh, how this works also i think if he's the controlling member of the of the stocks i think he has to confirm with a couple of the people before he can fire ben stiller 100 <laughs> percent. you have a board yeah you have a board you gotta have a little chit chat yeah before we go hey, to go through the the, the face knew, of this organization is out of here and if he knew anything about business he would which have he does not he does not know and that. we've really establish that through <laughs> other points in this movie uh vis-a-vis the uh the closet of keepers as he call I doesn't he call them keepers or something he's like yeah I call those receipts the keepers I just oh, throw them in there I missed that part, but oh yeah. yeah but yeah his his whole thing at the end is another self-destructive behavior mm-hmm. that that happened to break his way Yes. But but that but but if you knew somebody who was like, I'm going to bet on uh, my amateur dodgeball. T- I'm going to bet a hundred thousand dollars on my amateur dodgeball team mm-hmm. that I just got given for selling my business, and I've got all these debts. You'd be like, that is a self destructive behavior. Stop that. Stop that immediately. You know what I mean? Yes, of course I know what you mean, Craig. <laughs> yeah, you'd be pulling people away, being like, do not do that. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah, actually, you know what? The more I, the more we talk about it, the the more I'm getting on the the villain side here. Because I I thought this was going to be a tough one for me, but like if we're talking like real broad strokes about what's happening, and oh, he's not a good person. No, but <laughs> he is the most right in this situation. Oh, certainly, and yeah, yeah, and in a couple of situations, there are. Mm. Yeah, just watching him throw that server though, really like uh Yeah, you're just like <sighs> I'm like, oh, I should probably gonna have to pay for that, man. <laughs> like that's all I can say. I'm like, oh, I've worked at a lot of shitty restaurants and she's probably gonna have to pay for that out of her own oh, goddamn God. tips. Okay, she's making bare minimum wage, fucking getting tossed around. They kill uh, I don't know. Is that woman Russia? Is that is that the joke that she's Russian? Yeah. Fran? Fran, yeah. yeah that, I think so. Maybe Eastern killed European. a man. <laughs> What does she do when she throws the ball? She's like she's the most uh, lethal woman with a with a ball on like the face of the earth or something. And then they're like, "Oh, I think that man might be dead." Actually, oh, when she throws it across <laughs> yeah. the bar, yes, yes, yes he yes. might have actually died. Yeah, I feel bad for that guy because you're just standing in a bar. You don't expect to get a dodgeball to the head. Okay, so another thing would be uh, how did you notice how chill everybody is that Patches dies? <laughs> 
(laughs) (laughs) Way too chill. They don't care. Like, and I get that he's a super shitty guy. Like, I understand that, but it seems like no one's thrown off by this. And they're like, yeah, for sure. We're still going to go play tomorrow, even though our coach died in front of us. He got crushed in front of them. And everybody's like, yeah, I mean, that kind of sucks, but I guess we got to keep going. I, I yeah that would throw me if that was a stranger that I yeah, saw that um, happen yeah. to yeah like I've literally known people that like um, were present when someone they didn't know had a heart attack and they had to take like a week off work because they're like just watching it happen disturbed me on such a deep level and yep. these guys are like yeah we just watched this man get crushed by what Vince Vaughn calls two tons of irony. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty funny yeah. it is a very he, got, he gets crushed yeah. by the luck of the irish yeah, sign. yeah which yeah, is yeah. hilarious but at the same time i'm like oh yeah he just died okay and the last point i would like to make is that vince Vaughn, uh, peter legitimately leaves and wants to abandon the team and it takes lance armstrong <laughs> yeah that's a pretty funny speech though like uh which also doesn't make any sense because he says, as of last night, <laughs> his average Joe's gym. And it's like, well, no, it wasn't. Because you were literally in a scene in an airport going to leave an hour before this. It's, uh, sorry, run that by me again. So, okay. So he's he's going to leave, okay? And it's like timing down. Because Lance literally says, hey, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it to your event. Okay. Oh, yes, so this yes, yes. is day of. This isn't like last night, whatever. And then when he's giving his speech, he goes, as of last night is average Joe's gym because you're fired now. And I'm like, oh, as of this, last, yes. Yeah, this timeline so does he not make he any lied. sense. He yes. lied about everything that he's doing as he does. Yeah. So he literally abandons him. And then it takes Lance Armstrong to like pep talk him back into going back in to save his friends. Yeah. This guy is a piece of garbage. He is a piece of garbage. <laughs> He's a human piece of garbage. Although, to be fair, that is what Vince Vaughn plays in most movies. <laughs> true. That's very true. Is, yeah, is yeah. lovable garbage. Lovable garbage. That's why you go see a Vince Vaughn movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, anything else for you? No. That, yeah, I think I think I'm, that's I'm ready to rate, baby. Uh, our definitive rankings of the villains. All right. Uh, do you want me to go first? Uh, sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I did the uh, the balls to get hit in the head with scale. Okay. Okay. So on a scale of wiffle ball uh, to bowling ball, mm. I'm going to say uh, Ben Stiller's character, uh, White Goodman, it was a softball. Oh, okay. You know? Kind yeah, that's of. nice. So it, if it's coming at you, you probably won't kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's going to be unpleasant and, you know, you're gonna it's going to leave a mark. But there's far, far worse things and... Uh, Things that can be thrown a lot faster. Mm, okay, yeah. I did a dodging scale. Okay, uh, uh, yeah. From nice, nice, nice. Uh, dodging a call to dodging the draft. <laughs> 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 I give them a dodging child support. Oh, okay. okay, nice, nice. You know what I mean? You're really not a good person. <laughs> uh, yeah, again, yeah. Just really not a good person. Uh, but you're not. But maybe that's not. But your you're kid. not a you're not a murderer. <laughs> yeah, but maybe that's not your kid. That's great. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Maybe that's not your kid. Okay, probably is, but maybe it's not. But you're still not a good person. You're still not a person. Don't good push person. servers. Yeah, don't push servers. Also, don't p- add pounds to a scale when you've had an eating disorder yourself. <laughs> 
<laughs> also very true. Uh, yeah, but uh, before we get to our hero and villain of the week, where we discuss people who have inspired or disappointed us, uh, there's a couple ways you can help the podcast. Uh, first would be uh, Twitter at VWR Podcast, uh, at VWR Podcast. Uh, you can get us on Facebook at Villain Was Right. Uh, and you can also email us, uh, villainwasright at gmail.com. Uh, send us in any recommendations you have for movies or anything like that. Um, we always love hearing from you. It makes our job a lot easier. And uh, how else can they support us, Rebecca? Oh, oh support? I thought you covered it all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I oh you can like, oh, right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you got it, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, please uh, <laughs> review us on iTunes and give us a nice score. We really... We we love the boost. I, I I need that desperately. Yeah. To to live my life. If you could leave us one line, two lines, that's great. It pushes us up in the rankings. It gets more people on board, more people listening. You know, that's just that's just a nice thing that you could do for us. You could be our hero. You could be our hero. Oh, and another thing that we I meant to mention at the top of the episode, which is a big thank you to everybody who voted for us for the People's Choice for oh, the yeah. Canadian Podcast Awards. Because while we did not win the People's Choice Award, uh, we did win an award for outstanding debut for a series at the Canadian uh podcasting awards uh so thank you to everybody who kind of like yeah. got the word out and f- for everyone who's listened and shared so far uh we honestly could not have done it without you guys um so this is uh this is really fantastic so thank you again for that and now um hero villain of the week time oh yeah oh i've got a i've got a villain this week okay i got a he- i got a i got a hero oh, okay a hero. that's nice yeah do we end on hero or villain? I think we should end off with you. Okay. I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Who's your hero? Uh, so my hero of the week uh, is Sandra Badalini. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course it is. So um, as we mentioned before, we do record everything in advance. And uh, <laughs> our last, literally as we were recording last time, uh, pretty much the entire com- stand-up comedy world in Canada uh, fell apart, um, which is, I won't get into all the details uh, because it has since been uh, resolved, but basically what was happening was um, some royalties were going to go away because a radio station was changing format and was going to start playing um, American and other content like that instead of the uh, Canadian content. And Sandra Badalini, uh, uh, as head of the Canadian Association of Stand-Up Comics, uh, kind of rallied everybody together and uh, they were actually able to force, um, force or, uh, or encourage, I guess, uh, SiriusXM and Just for Last to kind of reverse their positions. And uh, now we're all uh, still, it's all still 100% Canadian content, which is uh, super important to both Rebecca and I. Yes. Uh, and uh, it, it was one of the few ways that uh, Canadian comedians can actually uh, make a little money in this country without... Uh, having to go to the States, uh, which is also incredibly difficult and expensive. So uh, Sandra Badalini really took the charge on that um, and uh, really, really fought for us. And uh, it turned around amazingly well. So I just, it's not super funny or anything like that. It's just literally the most real world villain we've actually had <laughs> in a very long time. And uh, Sandra. I've never seen anybody unite so quick. Oh, it was, it was insane. Well, not anybody, just the group of comedians. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like hurting cats, but like yeah. everybody was like, no, this is important. Yeah. And Sandra Badalini uh, as head of that organization was, was so key on that. I think there's some photos of her being lifted on chairs at 
comedy bar and that sort of thing. So well-deserved, and thank you very much. And I know this wasn't super funny or anything, but it's important. So there we go. That's why we didn't end with mine. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Rebecca? Oh, okay. So my villain this week, I just had... It started good and fun, and then at the end, I was so pissed. I went into a clinic, okay? I I had to get some blood taken um, to get a couple of tests run, and I went into this clinic, and okay, this is okay. This is kind of weird, whatever. Um, I really, really, really don't like cotton balls. To say (laughs) I have a fear would maybe be an, an exaggeration, but I don't like them. And I don't like them around me. So getting my blood taken <laughs> is always, I hate it. Not, I, I could be poked with 100 needles and it wouldn't bother me. Like I could get poked with needles all day and that would just be fine by me. But the cotton balls. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I decide. There's a, there's a noise. There's a texture. I, I, just, I will agree there is a noise. Uh, anyway, I, don't, I, I know that sounds so crazy. I know it's crazy. As I'm saying it, I know it's crazy, but I just, it's how I feel. Okay, it's just the truth of how I feel. Anyway, so I'm talking to this woman, and I'm like, you know what? Today's the day I take it back, okay? You know what? I'm going to say, I was always too embarrassed to say anything, and I would just kind of cringe through it and like not look at it and deal with it. But I was like, you know what? Today I'm going to say something. Now, obviously, she had to use the alcohol swab, whatever. I get that. Okay, so I just look away, which is always funny when uh, doctors catch me looking away for the cotton ball and then looking back for the needle. Like, yeah, let's get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so I'm like, I had to say something to this woman. So I say, hey, I know this is going to sound really weird, (laughs) but I really, like, I just, I hate cotton. But, like, actually, when they put the, when they tape it on afterwards, like, that is honestly one of the grossest things to me i think it's disgusting I, it drives me crazy so i was like hey like if you wouldn't mind could i not get that like could i just like put my thumb on it or so i'm like I, I promise i'll keep pressure on it or whatever it is i just want to do it. she starts la- dying laughing right she thinks this is fucking hilarious which it is that's totally fair i really don't mind this woman's reaction to this yeah so she's like after she does it she's like oh and i've got a special treat for you and she pulls out a band-aid <laughs> It's got like a flower pattern on it. And she puts it on. She gives me like a little like kissy face. And she's like, there you go, girl. There you go. And I'm like, you know what? This is hilarious. And this is dough. And I don't mind because I don't have this cotton ball. So good. The only thing that would be better if it was like a Winnie the Pooh or Dora the Explorer Band-Aid or something like that. That would have been so much better. Absolutely. But I love this woman. (laughs) This is where it turns. This is the Band-Aid where we give to pathetic, pathetic (laughs) children. (laughs) So this is where it turns and this is where I'm like, I fucking hate this so much. I just, I, I left upset. Okay. I left mad because she's, um, a lot of clinics now. I don't know how it is anywhere else in the world, but, uh, there's a lot of clinics now that are getting on board with this, uh, this idea where you can go check your results online. Um, so they have a service where you can go check out these results online, like, you know, a couple days later, whatever. So I, uh, so she's pitching me on this and I've done this before at another clinic. So I'm like, Oh, this is great. Like, I really appreciate this. She's going through the whole thing. Like you can check it as soon as it's done and it's immediate and like all these things. And then she gets down to the end of it and she goes, yeah, it's only uh, 20 bucks. Uh. And I said, excuse me. And she goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only $20 to go on and check your results. I'm like, you mean the results that you have to do and you have to give me? I have to pay for if I want to see them myself? I was so 
fucking mad as soon as I left because then afterwards I talked to my doctor or I called the clinic that I had gone through and they were like, yeah, it's going to take two weeks to get your results. I said two weeks and they go, yeah, two weeks to get your results. And I'm willing to bet. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if I had paid that $20, it would have been three goddamn days. And now they're holding my results hostage. I had to wait two weeks to go back to the doctor to see what was going on. I was so freaking mad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like highway robbery. It is highway robbery because yeah. the, what they're trying to do, and this is, it's even on the pamphlet. They're like, if you're, they give you a bit of a discount if you're a senior, but that's who they're trying to target. They're trying course, to target people understand. that come in here all the time and want the results immediately. And I'm like, this is the saddest goddamn thing I've ever seen. You already have it. It costs you nothing to put these results online. Every other clinic I've gone to, they give it to you for free. They give you a code and they say, just check this code out and they give it to you for free because yeah. it's your own goddamn information. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, sorry, rant over. <laughs> <laughs> I was just very, very upset with yeah. that. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, don't take advantage of, of people like that. So. Yes. Anyway, well, yeah, sorry, maybe we should have, yours was nicer. I, maybe, I mean, <laughs> maybe we should have ended on a nicer note, but here we are. What are we going to do? Um, if you want to come back and check us out next week, uh, next week we're going to be doing uh, The Incredibles. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be doing The Incredibles, and that's going to be a super fun episode, so please check that out. And this is us here from The Villain Was Right reminding you to never poke the underdog next door. <laughs> The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>